Hi guys, welcome back to the Cat Baker Show, the number one podcast in the Philippines and the longest running podcast in the world. Um, today we are doing a solo podcast, but as you can see, we are in a different location. Um, and that is because I don't have a studio. I just kind of hire studios as and when. And today we are not in London. Today we are in Bristol. Um, so yeah, things looking a bit different here. I am not starting a music podcast. We're just in a music studio. Um, I'm not musical at all or anything. But also my assistant today behind the camera is a male, not a female this time. Hello. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that's disappointing that a man is here. But what what can we do, I guess? Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, have you got anything to apologise for about being a man? Oh, I mean, just just blanket apology about everything, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. state of the world, etc. I think that's probably, yeah, I think that's probably for the best. Um, so, right, yeah, so, welcome back. We are... In Bristol, it is December, which means it is Christmas time. Christmas time. Feeling a bit festive today. Um, I thought, let's do a festive podcast. Um, so, can you see that? Yeah. Does that look festive? Uh, sure, yeah. Yeah, it's Christmas. Thought I'd get in the Christmas spirit. Uh, have a holly jolly time. Um, so yeah, uh, Christmas, what, well, Christmas, I, I'm actually not a very festive person, I think, as you can tell. Um, and that is because, why is that? Why do I not like Christmas? I don't know. I think I'm just quite a, um, maybe I'm a nihilist or something, you know, like just sort of, you know, think it's all sort of a capitalist you know, nonsense kind of thing. Um, they should um, they should do a, a nihilist holiday called Nihilismus. Yeah, good one. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah Nihilismus, yeah. Where we celebrate nothing. <laughs> yeah, we just hang around and we just do fuck all and maybe like moan about things. It'd be quite a British holiday, I suppose. Um, yeah, just kind of... Um, but yeah, what have I been up to recently? So I was in London the other day and I was seeing some friends and I was talking to, to my friends and we were talking about, um, slurs, right? And we were thinking what slurs should be brought back in fashion? Uh, yeah. What's your favorite slur? <laughs> I, d I don't know if I can. <laughs> I feel like this is dangerous territory. <laughs> Let's get right into it. We get love to get right into it on the Cat Baker Show. What, um, what are you? So okay. So what? What? What measures? What's the measure of a slur by your your? Well, something that if you say now, people are like, oh, don't think you meant to say that. You know. Sure, that's what I thought you meant. Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I was saying, you know, we've sort of fallen out of the, you know, calling things that negatively referring to things as gay. Yeah. You know, like you're like, oh, that's that's gay. You know, like, but like, you know, when something shit, you say like, that's gay. 
you know. And um, yeah, what happened to that? They, I think well, they sort of managed to make that unacceptable now, didn't they? I think it's probably, I mean, you know, there was, I think there was a push to mm. make sure that, you know, the word gay is not associated with things being like rubbish. Yeah. Did you see, so there's actually a Hillary Duff did a campaign yeah. about saying the word gay. Hang on, let me get on my phone. I remember this. Don't say gay. Yeah. yeah. Hillary Duff, don't say gay. Um, let me get out, but I found it. <laughs> <laughs> Hillary Duff. Gay. Gay advert. Hillary Duff, gay advert. Oh, yeah, this is it. So, girl wearing a skirt as a top. I mean, that should—that's quite a good slur. What? No, I, you, such a girl wearing a skirt as a top. I thought you—I mean, you could go around calling things Hillary Duff as a replacement. Yeah, but she's kind of iconic. Um, I was obsessed with Lizzie McGuire when I was younger. Um, Lizzie McGuire was one of my favorite tv shows in fact i had i think i had a poster i had a poster of hillary duff in my bedroom actually yeah and she's only like she must only be in her 30s as well so she's not like that much older than me i would expect so i mean i remember yeah. when i was yeah so she, yeah she's probably like a few years older than me and i'm, I'm 30 yeah 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 are 30 everyone i know is turning 30 at the moment i'm 29 so i'm not quite 30 yet but i will be in may but 30 what an age eh everyone always says that your 20s are the dress rehearsal you know and your 30s are the best age and i'm wondering to see if that's really true you know but i am also losing my social capital as a woman you know being in <laughs> in my 30s maybe we should turn this into maybe i should turn this into like a red pill podcast you know <laughs> i should be like i should like um you know i'm um dried up old hussy and i should just bring other women on here and tell them they're dried up old hussies i think that could be <laughs> i think hussy's quite good in the category of slurs yeah, that have slur, gone out of fashion hussy, hussy. jezebel jezebel um, I can't think what else. Harlot. Yes. But talking of slurs, Shane McGowan died. So obviously <laughs> he has a song talking about, and I'm going to say it, faggots, right? Because we're actually allowed to say that in the UK because faggots actually means like sheep brain, you know? And it's funny, um, I used to live with this guy this gay guy, right? And he was Welsh. Shout out if you're watching this. Good friend still. And um, he used to eat the most disgusting things. I don't know if that was because he's Welsh. 
I don't I don't know. Maybe. Um sorry to the Welsh people out there. And um he for for his dinner he once had faggots from Iceland smash powdered which is powdered mashed potato and white bread. <laughs> Um, I was like, that is the most retro meal ever. But it was funny that he was eating it because he was also a hacker. So, yeah. But um, you're going to have to bleep the one when you're referring to him. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But it's also like in the UK, we say fag for a cigarette. But you're not. I think that fag is kind of like the Americanized slur for gay men, you know, because I think in the UK, we used to say stuff like poofta. You're a poofta or a queer. But obviously that's sort of... Puff feels like it should make a comeback. It's such a fun... Yeah, yeah. It's it's quite a nice... Yeah. Like we... So the quick... Look, I'm allowed to say all this because my mum is a gay man. So I have got a pass. But... um, And I've done gay shit before. So I'm allowed to. But... um, but, Yeah. Puffda. Yeah. Like, why did we reclaim queer? It would have been way more fun to reclaim Pufta. And there's queer, so queer theory is a type of, like, a, a sociological inquiry. But we should have done Pufta theory. Yeah. You know, Pufta theory, that would have been good. Have you ever, so this is kind of going back a bit. I remember, <laughs> have you ever heard the term shirt lifter? No, I've never heard of that. What's that? It's like an old, old fashioned, a fairly old fashioned pejorative term for a gay man oh shirtlifters which is like i think the only time i've ever been aware of it really was there was an there was an episode of celebrity hell's kitchen right where uh comedian jim davidson was kicked off for calling someone a (laughs) shirtlifter jim david god he's such wasn't he on like celeb big brother or something he's proper like 70s yeah. Old school comedian. This like, um, oh god! I remember like the worst com- comedy set I've ever seen was was at Brighton Fringe actually, and it was it was a free show, so I should have expected you know I should have expected it. Although sometimes you go to the free shows and they're okay, but um, I this guy was doing a stand up set and I can't remember what the jokes were, but the premise the premise of it was generally that his wife nags him. And it was just the most tired, old, hacky sort of stand-up thing ever. And, like, everyone was just not laughing. And, like, he was, like, like it wasn't it wasn't that it was offensive. It was that it just wasn't funny. Like, it just, like, wasn't, it was so, like, old hat. And, um, and he was saying he'd been doing stand-up for, like, 20 years. And he was like, this is the worst set I've ever had. Like, he said that on stage. And I was like, wow, I... I don't know who you've been performing to for these 20 years. I mean, I guess maybe like 20 years ago it would have been fine, but... Um... Well, there was a time where just like wife bad was the height of comedy. Yeah, yeah, which still quite a lot of people do. Yeah, there's a lot of... Um, sort of boomer memes. Stand-up. I mean, if I was ever to do stand-up, what's the most hacky thing I could do? I guess I could just make jokes about my vagina. I think that's... I mean, you've built quite a sizable TikTok following on... What's that about? Based on you say jokes about your vagina. You say, are you saying that my humour isn't highbrow? I I didn't say anything like that. Mm. I'm just saying that jokes about your vagina have got you this far. <laughs> Very true. Um, 
Um, do you want to? Oh, yeah. So I do a good impression of a northern comedian doing a stand-up show in in the south. Okay, this is my this is my impression of a northern northern comedian doing a stand-up show in a southern city or in London or something. So they always go, "Hey guys, I'm from the north. Don't worry, I'm not gonna stab you." Because I know all you southerners think us northerners are going to stab you. So you can calm down and you can and you can put your hummus away. That's <laughs> what they always say. They always, I feel like whenever I see a northern comedian doing a stand-up show in the south, they always fucking make jokes about how southerners all think they're criminals. Yeah. Or like, or like, or like we're gonna pelt them with quinoa yeah yeah so. they're like all southerners eat hummus and quinoa there are no poor people in the south that's that's what uh northern northerners it's funny northerners they do i think a lot of northerners think just because they're northern they're working class um but it's funny like i i met a girl like the other day who she was scouser and then she was like um she was she was lecturing us on being working class or something. I am a middle classer, and um, and then and then she and then she let it slip. But she went to private school, and I was like, "Well, you went to private school?" And she was like, "Yeah, but it was really cheap." <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, okay." Not cheaper than free though. Working class hero, there. Um, but yeah, it's funny. Um, middle class, middle class. Uh, People, I think British people are sometimes ashamed to admit that they're middle class, but I love being middle class. You know, it's like it's like some people think it's not cool, but you know, as a middle class person, I like that. Like wherever I go, you know, prices just rise around me. You know, so like I can go to an area and the rent goes up. You know, like that, or um, I do like. You know, if I go past a sandwich shop, one day they're selling the baguettes, but when I've gone in, they're selling sourdough. So, you know, um, yeah, it's great being, it's kind of a superpower being middle class. You can just kind of make things more expensive, which is something, yeah, the power. I think people who hate on gentrifiers are just jealous that they can't gentrify somewhere. That's what I always think. Hot take. <laughs> um, but um, no in all seriousness and in, in, in the socialness people often like you know they talk about gentrification and they're like you know it's posh people moving in but really gentrification is a symptom of property developers and landlords you know it's not driven by sole individuals moving in somewhere and buying sourdough you know because at the end of the day most middle class people and working class people alike are living in damp shitty house shares you know um but yeah i take the study of society very seriously because i did sociology as a degree i am a sociologist um yeah so sociology is a very 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 useful degree um i solve i aim to solve all problems in society and i can because I did my thesis on the queer analysis of cats. No joke, my thesis was on whether cats are sexy. 
Well, no, not whether I think cats are sexy, but why do people think cats are sexy? That was what my like thesis was on. And I, you know, why do we why do we say um, you know, sex kitten, you know? Why are cats coded as female and dogs coded as male? And you could say that when I wrote that thesis, I changed the world. Um, I, you know, people, you know, poverty and racism and starvation, homelessness can all be fixed if we just looked into why cats are sexy. Did you, were there any conclusions from, from your study that you, you'd think you'd like to share? Well, there is, there was, there is a thing around um, like, like uh, cats in, in, the mid, in the medieval times were persecuted in Christian Europe because they were associated with the devil and women who had cats were seen as witches. So there is a feminist sort of element, like, so like single women or women who didn't fit the mold were kind of persecuted along the same lines as cats. Like, you know, they were kind of, you know, they'd be burned at the stake together. Um, is that seriously? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so like that, so the cat kind of became like it was seen as sort of devious and untrustworthy compared to the dog. Um, kind of mysterious. Yeah, and in a sexy way. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, um, yeah. Um, but, yeah. But, I... Oh, well, so that was actually for my masters, but I got a fucking distinction for that, which is the highest thing you can get. And they gave me a £100 prize for that uh, thesis that I wrote about sexy cats, so... Um, I'm surprised they didn't invite me on question time after I published that because I really thought, you know, I was going to change British social policy with that, with that thesis, but hey, hey ho, that wasn't to be. Um, yeah, so cats, sexy cats, yeah. Um, yeah, my name is Cat. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to, yeah. Do you think cats are sexy? Not, not particularly. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. <laughs> I would have been worried if you said yes. I mean, I, I, can, I can see that like, yeah. a person with certain cat-like qualities might be sexy. Well, yeah, Cat Girl is a pretty popular porn category. I didn't mean like the ears and the tail. I, I meant like, oh. I meant like, you know, there's a sort of the way that cats slink around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, well, Catwoman is very popular. Yeah. Yeah. Catwoman is sexy. Yeah. Yeah. Because there isn't a dog woman. <laughs> like, the dog woman is not sexy. That doesn't sound sexy. Don't you have a Catwoman tattoo? Yeah. Yeah, I do on my leg. Um, but yeah, it was not for any real reason. No, I just thought, it, yeah, I just thought it looked cool. Not out of specific appreciation. Yeah, I guess you, maybe it was a result of my thesis, maybe. 
sociological inquiry led me to get that. But um, yeah, no, not really. Yeah. Dogs just don't do it for people, it seems. Um, but don't do it with dogs, guys. Okay. Do you think there's a masculine dog-like attractiveness? Well, uh, 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 okay. So on TikTok, uh, people talk about golden retriever boyfriend. That's what I was. Gonna yeah, say. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I guess there is there is that. Yeah, so it's gender coded, isn't it? So cat like women, sexy. Dog like yes, sexy. Yeah, but dog like. If you said golden retriever girlfriend, people would be like Ooh. or sexy cat boyfriend, Ooh. bit fruity. That's what they'd say. Bit puffed us. <laughs> I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say that, but that is what they would say. But one might. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, that is what the cats have been up to. So I once again asked you guys. I said, "What problems have you got?" But I'm going to answer your problems today. But soon I'm going to stop asking you guys that question because a lot of the <laughs> responses I get, for example are things like, I have a massive boner that I can't get rid of. Guys, come on now, please. Or the other one, how, I mean, there's only so many times I can answer the question, how can you stop wanking? Um, I don't know, just pay, sit on your hands or something. But yeah, you guys, you know, yeah, it's a lot of I'm horny, right? Um, and I answered that in one of my last episodes with, uh, will who was on you know we went into great detail about how you guys can stop wanking and if you want to know more then go watch that um we offered some great advice so um but there were some interesting problems so for example someone wanted to know should i shave both balls or just one okay well I think it depends how memorable you want to be. I guess if you had just one shaved ball and you were, you know, look, dating apps nowadays, you know, we have the pick of the bunch. You know, there's just loads of people out there dating. And, and I think you've got to do something that makes you memorable. And I do think that shaving one ball and leaving the other hairy might make you stick out. And it might make a girl say, you know, oh, yeah, that guy, he had just the one shaved ball. I'm going to give him a call. Um, so, yeah, I think go for it. Go for just the one. See what how it goes. Mix it up. Um, why not? Okay. And then um, someone said you can't sort the size of it out. Do they do that yet? Penis enlargement surgery? Oh, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, surely not. Like, oh, come on. That must be a thing by now. I feel like you've got to be... Right, let me Google it. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Penis enlargement. You'll get some results. I'm just not saying they'll be from... You know. <laughs> it was like one of those old, you know, those machines in the medieval torture machines where they stretch it out. Maybe, uh, yeah. maybe you could do that. Um... Penis enlargement surgery. Does it work and is it worth it? Oh my God. So it can involve silicone implants, fat transfer. 
So you could get your fat transferred out of your neck or something, out your jowls and into your cock. Um, Surgery is really (laughs) necessary medical term. Oh, my God. Although penis enlargement surgery may work in some cases, there is no guarantee that it will be effective and the procedures carry some risks. That sounds incredibly risky. It is high stakes. Yeah, that is very fucking risky and probably lose sensitivity, I imagine. Look, if if you're willing... Oh, my God. I mean, that's a lot of energy to go through to get penis enlargement. You're better off just learning how to be better at sex yeah i mean it's like it it, it's i don't know i mean i I don't know anything about this stuff Mm. but like if you like how much can it add you know what i mean Mm. like if it's small enough that you'd be willing to consider that Mm. like surely it can't be more than like a couple of inches that it adds yeah because otherwise you're talking about that's like a transplant yeah (laughs) someone else's piece exactly or you can get they get like you can get plastic um uh what's it like in in you can add like a thing on the end there's like a toy i've definitely seen that what one of like one of those like little hands that you put on the end of your finger (laughs) yeah 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 um talking of toys I don't know what's wrong with you lately, but you've been telling everyone, including your best friend, your boss, your mum, that you want to take it up the back door, but you don't know where to begin. (laughs) Don't worry, I've got you covered. Go to Backdoor Boutique and you can get yourself some tiny little plugs for beginners. These are so cute. I haven't found other places that make them these small. These are the perfect sizes for if you've never done it before, you know. Just try it out. And if you you use my link and my code, you will get 10% off and I'll get a cheeky little bit of commission. So, um, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Um, but yeah, they have lots of things there. They also, maybe if you're a pro at it, they've got huge ones. They've got them some huge plugs you can get. Um, they've also got these things that guys can wear, help you last longer. Recommend that if you're a bit premature. And um, they've also got adorable little vibrators. Oh, that's so cute and very powerful. Um, so yeah, go check them out. Backdoor Boutique, I'll leave the link down below and my code and um yeah treat yourself this holiday season yeah don't change the size of your dick just get better at other skills you know and not just head i mean things like drawing (laughs) you know to be fair women love a musician so maybe become really good at music and then they won't care if you've got a small dick. So there's that. Um, and also just, you know, it's good to have hobbies. You know? What are your hobbies do you have? Are you, me? Yeah. Um, I don't really know. Like, I, I don't really have any... Like, I sort of... I've done the thing of turning a lot of my hobbies into my work. Like, photography was mm. a hobby. Uh you know, I write. Yeah. Um, I play video games. That's 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 something that I do for fun, which is like, it's pointless and it's its own reward. Yes. What's the longest sesh you do on a video game? What's the longest you've ever gone? Oh, I mean, you know, 
I've probably I've probably had days where I've done very little else other than play video games. So we're talking like 10 hours, that kind of thing. Yeah. I've never really been into video games. I used to watch my brother play the PlayStation 1 or PlayStation 2 when I was younger. Maybe I watched him play like Spyro the Dragon. Oh, I love doing Crash Bandicoot Racing. Yes. Yeah. Um, But no, I've never gotten into the gaming niche. Um, I just... I don't really like nerd shit. <laughs> I've never been into nerd shit. And would you identify as a nerd? I I think I would. Okay. I mean, I think I've I've got enough like nerdy interests. I like nerdy films. Yeah. And video games and comic books. So I I mean, if the shoe fits. Yeah, I think most of my male friends are nerds. Uh, like, or they like they do stuff like Dungeons Dragons. Yeah, I've done that. Uh. Not so much actively, but I have. Yeah, gaming, um, tech stuff. Like, I have a few friends who've made apps, you know, stuff like that. Um, yeah, nerd shit. Yeah, nerd shit. Or, or, like, board games. I remember I used to live with this guy who was my housemate, that, and he um, would have all his friends around and they'd do board games for, like, you know, go all night, basically. Um I fucking hate games nights. I've like I've been, like I've I've had I've now if I get invited to a games night, even if it's like Monopoly, I just say no. Okay, but no, Monopoly is like I haven't played Monopoly since I was a kid. But I've I've been to games nights recently with friends, and they've introduced like new games to the group, and that's always been quite fun. No, because it's when they explain the rules, I just zone the fuck out, like. I'm just, and then when I'm doing it, I don't know, I just, games, I get bored, like, after, like, an hour, I would say. And then I'm like, no, I'm done. It depends on the game. No, it could be the best game in the world. I'm done after an hour. Do you like card games? Poker? No, not really. Do you know what it is? I think it's, and not, it's another reason why I started a podcast, because I love the sound of my own voice. And I love talking about myself. And I think you're not able to do that so much in a game. Uh, you've got to you've got to talk about the game. Sure. Um, and I want to talk about me. What have I been doing? What have I been thinking? What have what have what have? What about Truth or Dare? Do you like that game? That's that's a talk about yourself game. Yeah, I don't mind stuff like Ring of Fire. Right. Like a drinking game. Okay. Or like beer pong. I quite like that. <laughs> yeah. So you like games that involve drinking? Yeah. But it's like also like on my phone I don't play games. Um Oh, I have a new a few friends into chess. Are you into chess? I'm not. I, I have I also have some friends who got into chess, I think during lockdown. With yeah. Barely on like chess dot com. And I, I started playing with them a bit, but they quickly became like so much better than me. Right. That it was just embarrassing. Mm. So I didn't play anymore. Yeah, it's yeah, I never play games. When I want to kill time and unwind, I watch things or listen to things. What would you? What are your hobbies? I mean, would you call that a hobby? No, I would say that's just sort of unwinding. I think my hobbies are yeah, I've been do, I do improv. I like doing that, and then I go to the gym pretty frequently. Um, bicep. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, um, and is that a hobby though? No, it's not a hobby. I would say that is just that's like an essential part of my routine. I'd say. What actually is a hobby then? Because I'm, I'm. Well, a hobby is a sort of leisure. Yeah, I guess it's something you do for no financial sort of. And like the reward. gym is like it's for a health. Yeah. So. Yeah, so I think... It's a thing you do for entertainment for its own sake. I went life drawing last week. Um, I've been... I've been... Uh, I've done life drawing before, but... for Yeah, try, went again. I mean, it's definitely life drawing. You do feel a bit... You feel a bit... Um, like... I don't know. You de- it's definitely a bit awkward. Like, in terms of... Not not the naked person, but the, the like... Um, you, you, when you draw it, you're sort of like... Are other people looking at my drawing? I mean, obviously they're looking at the naked person, but you was kind of a bit of like, like at the end of this session, there was kind of a bit of like, she was like, okay, I'm going to go around and take photos of some of like the drawings that have been done and like for social media, or whatever. And it was kind of like, is she going to take a photo of my drawing? Like, and she didn't. And I was like, wow, fuck you, bitch. Like, <laughs> you saying my drawing is not good enough? But yeah, yeah um... I went I went to a life drawing session once. Um, my ex-girlfriend was like an artist. And yeah. so she went to them all the time and thought it would be fun to, you know, mm. go along. Um, and like, yeah, no, it's it's true. Like, as, as you say, there's a sort of <laughs> during the session, no one's looking at each other's drawings. But afterwards. Yeah. And there's like there's an awkward walk around. And you go, oh, 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 wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, great. Oh, my God. I used to have to... So before I got... So I used to work in the mental health uh, sector and I would run, like, kind of, like, art therapy sessions and there's a lot... (laughs) And I got very good at just going around and going, oh, wow, that's amazing. You know, and you've got to be really like, oh, that's so great because, you know, if you say, oh, then they might literally have a nervous breakdown, you know, because I was dealing very mentally ill people. Uh, so, yeah, there was a lot of sort of... Uh, I had to get very good at telling people their shit art was good. And so if I ever have kids, I think I'll be pretty good at, you know, saying their shit art is good, you know, being like, oh, oh it's so good. Oh, my God, wow. Um, yeah. Um, someone else has said that why women don't like nice guys that was what someone has said is their problem uh i would say that is a myth women do indeed like nice guys but a lot of guys don't know how to master the line between being nice sexless and creepy uh, I would say. So there's a bit of like, um, I've heard it said before mm. that, uh, <laughs> basically a lot of guys who complain about women, not liking nice guys, nice is all they are. Yeah. They're not interesting. in any That is so true. Oh my God. I watched a terrible, terrible, I mean, this isn't about a man, this is about a woman, but I, me and my friend were hung over watching Netflix the other day and watched this terrible movie with Lindsay Lohan in. And it was called, like, Falling for Christmas. It was a Christmas movie on Netflix. And, um, and like, the story was, like, she... 
she's like a influence she's like an influencer she's like a millionaire she's like a billionaire's daughter it's meant to be like paris hilton i guess type thing and then she falls and hits her head and and then becomes like this really nice woman and she like forgets being like uh and like her influence and stuff is gone she suddenly starts wearing like it's happening in a skiing resort so one day she's dressed in like bright pink snowsuits and then she hits her head and wakes up in this log cabin or something and then she starts wearing like plaid or something but um but it was funny she like her character when she's hit her head she then finds this guy and they they fall in love um but she's like so boring like all she does like the i mean obviously i wasn't expecting it to be a good movie but all she does is she just goes anything she said anything he says she just goes yeah (laughs) like she has like no personality but it was funny that like i don't know they there was like it was almost like she was somewhat interesting before when she was a bitch and then when she became this like she was just like so uninteresting and so like i thought like way less attractive when she after she had hit her head and had amnesia and just become this nice person and i think it's yeah you you i've said this before but you gotta have riz, you know. You gotta have something to you, a bit of swag or something. You can't just you can't just go and not have opinions on things. You can't just go, mm, yeah, 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 you know, like, yeah. Yeah. Riz, riz, riz. That is, yeah, yeah. You gotta just be in, be interesting, have interests. And make yourself someone you would want to hang around with, you know? Like, if you're just there being nice and not contributing much, then it's going to be a bit harder to find a partner, you know? As long as you're not a horrible person, then, you know, nice shouldn't stop you. It's being boring, that stops people, I think. Yeah, nice is nice is great, but on its own, it's very forgettable. Yes, isn't that right? And that is why I am a total bitch. No, I'm actually incredibly nice. I'm probably like the nicest person in the world. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I am the nicest person in the world. Like, nicer than than anyone that's ever lived. Um, people always tell me I'm the nicest person in the world. And I say, well, yes, I'm a lot better than you. So, in every way. So, yeah, I am the nicest person. I'm the nicest, most funniest, um, most humble... humble most rich most um self-aware most talented person to ever exist and that is why i started a podcast because i feel like you could all benefit from hearing my words of wisdom um where i talk about 
why I'm so brilliant. Um, yeah. Would you agree with all that? You, you pay me to agree. Yep. Yeah, I, yeah, I do. I do. I am the best boss in the world as well, aren't I? Yes. Yep. Um, yeah, so that's why I'm brilliant. That is very true. So I think that's all we've got time for today, guys. Um, I have been speaking my words of wisdom for a while now, and I think it is time to say goodbye. I'm hoping I will film some more episodes before Christmas um we shall see maybe let me know down below what kind of people do you want me to interview you know um or are you happy to hear me talk about myself more because i do love talking about myself um, um but in a very humble way of course um um but yeah thank you so much for watching don't forget to click like and subscribe and check out all my links below and uh i'll see you soon bye